What's up, party people, podcast players, and fourth wall fam, and welcome to another edition of New Normal Wrestling. Introducing your hosts, first, we are graced by the presence of podcast royalty. Roll out the red carpet and tip the crown to the podcast king himself, Brother Wade Ilson. Next, the Doctor of Desire is in, filling your prescription for your dose of kayfabe consumption. You can't brother out without the good brother himself. Let's give it up for Dr. Kayfabe Phil. And what is going on, everybody out there in Fourth Wall land, fam and fans alike? It is me, the one and only Kayfabe Phil, coming at you with a little head cold but the perfect prescription for making that go away are the sweet, dulcet tones of my brother-in-arms for New Normal Wrestling. Brother Wade Ilson, look in my eyes. What do you see? God dare you start with that. Hey, guys, what's going on? Brother Phil, a lot has gone on. What I see in your eyes is excitement. What I see in your eyes is pure chaos. Pure. We did not have this on our bingo card for 2023. No, we did not. Especially with professional wrestling. Well, you know, literally the old saying goes, anything can happen. Literally anything and everything happened on Saturday leading into this week and it pretty much covered not only wwe but some cool stuff happened on AEW. i feel we got some banger matches that happened a lot yeah. of good stuff um continental classic is going strong um brother phil i'm gonna ask you personally where do you want to start do you want to start with what we recently just saw with the continental classic and work our way through survivor series and raw and what's upcoming later. Yeah, let, Let's start there because I, re- I read some stuff that's interesting perspectives on the continental classic for AEW and mm-hmm. um, kind of ties into some recent stories that we've heard. Um, okay. So where I'll go with it is this first um, one of the stories that came out this week was the announcement that QT Marshall will not be returning to AEW when his contract ends at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the, uh, you know, depending on which story you're reading, part of that background, which is, um, you know, very I don't, justifiable is not the word in my, in my mind, but, um, um, you know, something that just makes pure sense. QT Marshall wanted to go back into being more in the performance side than just being a producer and being a mainly backstage guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he felt his time in AEW, you know, whether it's in, you know, production, training, you know, helping to, you know, to develop talent. Um, he wanted to be back in front of the camera more. And that's respectable. Um, completely understandable. Yep. Yes. Yes, definitely. And, uh, should be lauded. The guy's what? 38, 39 years old. He's, you know, he's still in his prime and he has now been on both sides of the camera and has a true and deep understanding of how the industry works. And he's worked at the top levels, whether it's Mm -hmm. in WWE, 
whether it was coming along to AEW, you know, with Cody and the guys. Um, but also part of the stories that have been coming out were kind of these uh, other portions of it saying that part of the approach of AEW is that now kind of turning the corner, Tony Khan wanted to kind of start focusing more on the true wrestling side of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The sports half of sports entertainment, more like new Japan, a, a Western hemisphere version of new Japan, rather than being focused the way that traditional American professional wrestling is with the storylines going more hand in hand with the, the action in the ring. It's more of what like his mentor or, you know, person he looked up to Antonio Inoki did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. New Japan, as great as it is, has never really been storyline based. Yep. It's always been what the product you're seeing in front of your eyes is what the match is. Like yes. the matches will tell the story, and then if it needs to be more added, they'll do it if it needs to. Um, and I understand it. Like QT had a, has a mind of, "Hey, listen, this is great, this is cool, but we need to stick in the storyline basis because that builds to the match." And yes. I'm, I kind of, I, I'm kind of, I actually agree with it a thousand percent. When you watch wrestling now, every match has a storyline built in from before the bell run. And yes. then you get the follow-up to what happens in the ring, and then you go, oh, man, this isn't over. The way that ended, there's more to the story. There's more meat on the bone. Yep. If Tony's going the New Japan route, I want to see how long it works. Mm-hmm. I really want to see how long it works before AEW fans or – wrestling fans in general because i'm not i'm listen this show is not one of those shows that are like oh we're wwe guys we're AEW guys we love all wrestling um but i want to see how long wrestling fans will go if i wanted to watch new japan i'd watch new japan this is AEW. stick to what you know yeah and it's interesting because now you kind of look and we've been given the teases in the past stuff like the eliminator tournaments you know and, and um things of that nature for determining number one contenders or who's got a, a a title match in their back pocket, that sort of thing. The Continental Classic kind of pivots us now into more of that G1 climax, mm-hmm. you know, that true products-driven story. Um, so I don't know. I think it's something that's going to be very interesting for us to see in the next few mm-hmm. months to see if that really is a mindset that AEW looks to further establish. Yeah. Um, And you know what the thing is, speaking of the continental classic brother, I want to transition into that a little bit more. I have not really found a match that I did not like during this classic. hundred percent. Every single match has had a story built in. Ah, that's why he's doing it. The matches mm-hmm. are telling the story. This is what the classic is doing. The classic uh-huh. is where the matches are telling the story. You know, Eddie Kingston coming in confident, saying he's going to defend both his belts. To him then saying, maybe I got too cocky. Maybe I'm being a little too overzealous mm-hmm. uh, after the loss to Brody King, which then adds more fuel to the fire with Brian Danielson then going off on commentary about 
Eddie Kingston because they have a match coming up this Saturday. Yes, they do. And he talked yes, about my my orbital bone is busted and da, 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 and mm-hmm. I'm not going to be humble, win or loss. It doesn't matter. I will be AEW's first triple crown champion one way or another. There you da, go. Da, 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 da. And there's more story to it, and I'm enjoying the matches we've gotten so far. 100%. And it just showed it again tonight with the, uh, you know, using the Swerve, Swerve Strickland, Jay White match as your main event for the for the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a great, again, once again, a great story told with two guys um, who potentially could be top stars in the promotion. Mm-hmm. And I think we've said it a couple weeks ago, and I'll say it again. When push comes to shove, Swerve Strickland is on his way up. He's on his way up the climb right now. Absolutely. Jay White is Jay White is at the top in the plateau right now, based on what's come off of, you know, his matches with MJF. And um so it was good to see two guys uh show out like they did. Mm-hmm. Show out like they did this week. They fully did. Um mm-hmm. one thing I want to talk about the match that I really, really thought was gonna happen. I was like, somebody's got to lose, and I don't think either of them are going to lose until, until um, what's his face said the uh, oh, there's five minutes left in the match. Yep, I, was like, I definitely this is thought we were going to go to a draw. draw. Me too. Yes. I was like, oh, this is going to be a draw, which is smart. You keep both men safe, and they both get a point. Yes. Um, but surprisingly, Swerve gets the win. Yes. Which happy for him. I feel he is going to be one of the two in the finals. If Swerve doesn't make it to the finals, I'm calling conspiracy theories. Um, Or maybe they're just trying to keep the iron low right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And overall, a great match. Both tore it down. Yes. Honestly, tore it down. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely showed out this week. Um, You know who else? I thoroughly enjoyed Julia Hart. Julia Hart against Emmy Sakura this week. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of going against the grain of her style, going with a house rules match so she could not mm-hmm. win by submission. And using a moonsault and smothering Emmy Sakura on the pin, I just mm-hmm. found to be a very unique approach. I, you know, might might be neither here nor there. I just wanted to point it out. It was something I a good moment that I enjoyed. Very unique touch during the evening. A very yes. unique touch to that match, especially mm-hmm. for like you said, Julia has relied on her rings of Saturn submission. Yes. And it seems to be her go to, but she kinda handicapped herself to test herself. Yes. And she did. Yep. Also yeah. a standout. You know what else was a standout to me? We gotta touch on it. You know yep. we have to. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to NXT, because I know you did, I, did you check it out this week? A little bit. I want to talk to you about one thing, and you know exactly what I want to talk to you about. Uh-huh. And then um, we'll move on to Survivor Series and all the craziness with that. This may be a longer episode because of this. Um, because <laughs> let's talk about Adam Copeland and Christian Cage. Oh, somebody forgot to edit the button, hit the edit button. They did. Boy, did they blow that in the biggest way possible. Mm-hmm. 
but I love the entire segment from beginning to end. Christian now knows what Adam is capable of. Uh-huh. And he's realizing, oh, man, I might have pissed off the wrong person. And I've taken it too far. Because when yes. Adam did what he did, and he broke down what he did last week. He took out Kill Shot, uh, Kill Shot, or whatever Kill his name is. Kill Switch, I'm sorry. Lucha Kill Switch. Kill Switch. Mm-hmm. Lucha Kill Switch. Lucha Kill Switchosaurus. Um, he took out the prodigy Nick Wayne. In front of his mom, he mm-hmm. knows now what the person he's dealing with is. And now he has to reap what he has sown. They got it. You, he dug deep. He Too has deep. dug deep. You're in deep waters now. Way deep. Yep. And you know what? I'm going to put it on the list. This match next week, Christian Cage, Adam Copeland, TNT Championship in Montreal has match of the year vibes. And has equal Montreal screw job potential. Mm, equal okay. parts. I see it. I see it. Mm. I support it. I'm fully with it. Yes, indeed. Yep. Yes, sir. Next week is going to be very, very interesting. We have a lot of uh, big events going on next week, man. We have like two pay per view, well, one PLE, one pay per view, and mm. this big match. Yeah. Is there anything else on Dynamite you want to touch on before we move on to NXT? No, those are my real my real highlights. Um, really, the only other thing from Dynamite, and we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, um, person number two on my list of who's the devil mm. has officially been crossed off. That, really? Due to extenuating circumstances from this past weekend. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You totally yep. gotta take them off the list now. Yep. Um, okay, so NXT was very interesting this week. As I usually say, it is one of the most solid shows that I watch every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you a quick recap, the Iron Survivors content our matches qualifying matches continued with Kiana James taking on Kaylani Jordan. Uh, Kaylani Jordan got the win due to Roxanne interference. There you go. And now we found out that there will be next week a final chance Iron Survivor match. So basically the four loser, the four losers that we have yep. from each match, men and women, will then have a fatal four-way to decide the, who gets the final spot in the Iron Survivor. Good. Uh, the other match was Ron Breaker versus Eddie Thorpe. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Ron Breaker... Showed how much of a monster he was in that match. Yes. And obliterated Eddie. Obliterated him. Destroyed took him. His, took his best shot and speared, his, speared him out of his boots. Yes. 100%. Yep. And now we have, uh, so far in the Iron Survivor, we have Dijak, Braun Breaker, Josh Briggs, and... Trick. Trick. Now in the Ooh. qualifying matches, the final the final spots, it'll be Eddie Thorne, Carmelo Hayes. Get who the other two uh, people were. Who did Dijak go up against? I, I forget Tyler Bate. Yes. And I don't know why some, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank either, but man, okay. 
I'm not going to look right now, but the the fatal four way will be happening for the men. The women, yeah. on the other hand, is Kaylani Jordan, Thea Hale, Kia. No, not Kaylani Jordan. She won. Kiara yeah. James. Kiana James. Yep. Kiana James. Roxanne. Thea Hale. And who was the fourth woman? I don't know. Who did? Well, Blair beat Thea. Uh, Lash beat Lash beat Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Tiffany beat. Oh, Fallon Henley. There you go. Fallon Henley. There you go. Yes. Those will be the two fatal four way matches to decide the final spots in the Iron Survivor. I don't know, man. I think Melo gets in for the hundred percent. And I think Roxanne gets in for the women. I got a whole thing in my mind. I got a whole thing in my mind with Trick getting in as the fifth man. Uh, Trick already Mello, Trick, Trick. Mello, I'm sorry. Yeah. But this oh, is yeah. where we see this is where we see the final straw between Trick and Mello mm-hmm. within the mm-hmm. body of the Iron Survivor match. Mm-hmm. Which we said last year, the Iron Survivors match slapped. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Both of them are very good with one predictable winner and one unpredictable winner that we didn't see coming. Yep. So again, both these matches are going to be fun. But the main thing I want to talk about from NXT this week was a must win for Wesley. Mm-hmm. He had to take on three former North American champions. Jesus. And if he were if he was able to defeat them, he would then face Dirty Dom at deadline next week. Mm-hmm. So he went up against, and this God, it's so cool to talk about Johnny Gargano, Cameron Grimes, and Big Bronson Reed. Yep. What a match. And if you haven't seen the match, Good Brother Phil, it is up on YouTube. Johnny said it was uploaded this morning. Good. For fans that didn't get a chance to see it. All right. I really want you to check out that match. It was so, so good. I didn't expect those four to cook so well. And I love the little interactions between each of them, especially when two of my favorites got that one-on-one time. And you could just see how the, the chemistry was flowing. The crowd was into it. They yeah. were fully into it. We even got some interference from Ivar to attack Bronson. Oh, after, you know, I love that. I love that the, idea. The big meaty men slapping mm-hmm. meat feud is not over. No. And... Wesley defeated Cameron Grimes to get the win. Yep. And we'll be facing Dirty Dom next week for the awesome. North American Championship. Perfect. And we are we have our title match set up for deadline. Good. Such a great time. I am so excited for that match for that match. And I honestly will save our predictions for next week, but you know where I'm going. But mm-hmm. Phil, we gotta move on. Survivor Series was this weekend. I wonder what happened. I, oh, our truth return. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, Triple H, rightfully so, at the press conference, made that the biggest priority. Mm-hmm. Guys, what about our truth? I mean, nobody saw it coming. Nobody did. Not nobody. even me. Not even me. Not even that bowl of ruffles. Not even mm, ruffles. Um, mm-hmm. cheddar sour cream, of course. Always, all day, all day, cheddar sour cream, all day, or sour can, cream and onion. Can we get every week our truth with a different snack food? 
Because <laughs> once he went jelly roll, my mind just went in so many different directions. And I love even though even though once they he are so it. heels, even though they are major heels right now, even even Damian Priest was like, "Get out of here!" Get. Yeah, we do need TV in here though. <laughs> we do You're need wrong. TV. He's not yep. wrong. We do need TV in here. Um, that was is, that was. It is so pure, good pure to have goodness. the 24-7, 48-7, 7-11, I-95 South, champ, back. Back on I can't, I can't agree more. But, mm-hmm. brother, do you want to talk about your favorite match of the night? Do you want to talk about the returns? Or do you just want to, you know, how do you feel? How do you feel? I want to go with moments. I think okay. um, I got three moments in my mind. Okay. Uh, number one, during the women's match, and I I just feel it's one of the top moments of the year. Uh, we've got EO Sky's uh, trash salt from the top of the War Games cage. I mean, we knew that she was primed for a spot at some point during that match, because that's just what EO sky does. There's no way around it. No, you know, no, no other way to, to talk about it, but the fact that she put herself in the trash can and came off the top rope, the, the top of the cage, the way she did guys, I honestly believe this is meme worthy material. Absolutely viral viral potential so my second moment after after eo's uh trash salt uh would probably be the second greatest rko of all time man i mean like i mean it, it's up it's there. up there it's up there in like rko's yeah. Of all time. Uh, you know like, what? Here's what it is for me. Like, there's like three or four that always stand out no matter what. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's now this one. Mm-hmm. The Evan Bourne RKO. Mm-hmm. And the Seth WrestleMania RKO. Yes. The Stomp Catapult. Are... The Stomp oh. Catapult. Yes. Which such a beautiful story behind that one. But mm-hmm. yeah, those ones will always stand out. But yeah, we're going to have to add this one to the top five list. I think so. Oh, and when Evan Bourne, uh, Evan Bourne is going to always be number one. But also one that stands out for me, the um, Paul Heyman promo. That when he was cutting a promo that Randy Orton would never hit an RKO out of nowhere on Brock Lesnar. And never. he couldn't even get to the comma in the middle of the sentence before Randy Orton popped up, wrapped his Viper arms around that big meaty head of Brock Lesnar and dropped him in the middle of the ring. It's such a, oh, <laughs> damn. Now you made me want to watch RKO compilations. Uh or just you know RKO memes. RKO memes. Oh, well, you know what's another one that stands out too? The um the one in Mustafa. Yes. When Mustafa yes. did the full ro- tumble roll into the uh-huh. ring and dropped him. Yep. Yep. 
Yep. Or the one on Dolph, or the one on Dolph where it turned into a powerbomb into an RKO. Yes. Um, I want to give you major kudos for calling out the entire sequence of the attempted cash-in of Damian Priest. Thank you. I told you. It was mm-hmm. going to – that was Damian's DK plan. Yep. And it ended up backfiring because Randy Orton – I honestly didn't. Th- I honestly, in my mind, as the match was going on, I I had your I had your voice in the back of my head, but I couldn't pinpoint what a good spot would be for it. Mm-hmm. And then the Randy Orton Pete, the Randy Orton entry was the perfect. It was a perfect spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Perfect mm-hmm. spot. Perfect way to do it. And then Randy prevents it. Yes. Randy prevents it from happening. And Damien's going to hold that briefcase for a while now. It's going to be a little bit of some time beforehand, yeah. especially with now we know that Randy is now going to be feuding with the Justice, the Justice League. Wow, Justice. with the Judgment Day. With the Judgment Day. I'm thinking about superheroes too because I'm standing around my water bottle. With the Judgment Day, especially with one went on Monday. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only return we had this week. No, sir. No, sir. As Phil's name clearly states in this video call, WWE copyright fake out logo. Boy, did we ever get faked out. Triple H did it clears, again. clears the gorilla position, sits down, tells everybody, run the logo, pull back the camera, hit his music. And as soon as that static hit, the Allstate Arena basically had no roof on it. None. Completely gone. None. Mm-hmm. Completely gone. Well, as many have said before, hell has frozen over. Yes, it has. And I am not going to call him Chicago Phil for this episode, but it'll pop up sooner or later. Mm-hmm. PM Punk has officially returned to WWE after, what was it, 10-plus years? Nine years. Officially nine years. Officially nine years. Yep. And CM Punk has made his return at Survivor Series. Yes. And literally, the internet, all the arena, wrestlers in the building (laughs) were... The talk of the town when it came to him. I want I want to tell you just how viral CM Punk's return went. Okay, mm-hmm. in twelve hours, in a twelve-hour cycle from when WWE first posted it at the end of the pay-per-view to the following morning, that one video grabbed sixteen million views on Twitter. 16 million just from that one. Okay. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. It was the most liked post that WWE has ever had on social media. Mm. Over 200, over a quarter million likes at this point. That's how much traction they gained. Front page I mean, of ESPN.com. 
everything. Another Fox 5 News. million Fox News, another 5 million views on YouTube of the video. Uh, I'm probably responsible for about a quarter million of them. <laughs> I've watched it a few times myself. I'm not going to lie. Yep. But, um, boy, when that man returned, shockwaves through the WWE. Shots fired. Espe- especially with a current world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, in real time. I, I, in real time. In real time, Seth heard the music, flipped out. You you guys, you know you've seen it, you've heard about it. The profanity lace tirade he did and worked in it. I feel this is a work shoot. hundred percent. Definitely a hundred percent. And we're going to get the payoff of this match at WrestleMania this, uh, next year. You think WrestleMania? I am thinking WrestleMania. Not Royal Rumble. No. Phil's going to be in the Rumble. Do you see? There it goes. I did it. I said Phil. Mm-hmm. Punk is going to be in the Rumble. I do not see him. I do not see them rushing this match, especially with Seth going off the fact of he's like, I'm not addressing it for someone who's avoided WWE for eight years and then wants to sneak back in. Yeah. Yeah. So eight years have passed and Seth fell away and said what he had to say and spoke his mind about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Drew had his moment, said what he had to say and then moved on from it. Yeah. So I'm thinking the ultimate payoff of this will definitely be punk versus Rollins at WrestleMania for the world heavyweight championship. Oh, I would love it. See what I had in my mind was, Punk Rollins, Royal Rumble for the title. Mm-hmm. That's where Damien does the cash in. So now you get Punk Rollins, the rematch at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. no title involved. Mm-hmm. To kind of keep the story. You don't need the title for this to be a top level storyline. Mm-hmm. You know what? He does cash in. That's when Damien I'm just throwing theories out. In. I'm throwing Here's, darts. I'm, we're throwing darts, and I like where you're going with this. I'm going to continue off of it with the time we got. Damien cashes in successfully on Punk. Turning the match into a triple threat. Keep Seth strong. Seth never lost. Exactly. Seth never loses. Seth never loses. Damien pins Punk. You can then build to Punk versus Rollins yep. one way or another. And you could also build toward Damien versus Finn. Or you can have it go, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, janky finish. Punk costs Rollins mm-hmm. and Seth doesn't, and Seth needs his pound of flesh at WrestleMania. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And. We are on the precipice of learning what's going to happen in the next few days, especially with. Now, you know what, Phil? I'm going to talk about this for like a minute and then I'm going to pop it back over to you. Yep. CM Punk's promo at the end of Raw. Five minutes, not too long, Mm -mm. short and sweet. Didn't say much except he was home. But the one line that sticks out to me is 
I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. That's right. What's the what was the number one rule in Eric Bischoff's mantra? Controversy creates creates cash. cash. Mm -hmm. He is not here to make friends. He is here to make money. I am understanding of it. I get it. And this is going to play a big factor of who the fans will side with in this story. Yep. Yes. By the way, he is also a free agent. So is Randy Orton. Sidebar. They both can go between Raw and SmackDown. And it was just announced this afternoon. Randy Orton will be on SmackDown this Friday. Oh, okay. All right. I see what they're doing there. Beautiful. Brother Phil, I'm going to pass it back to you. Any thoughts on the promo before we wrap up? No, I think it was generic, mm-hmm. but it didn't need to be specific. Great. Just let everybody know I'm fucking back. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Um, I think uh, one thing that did leave me a little bit upset, um, he did not give a shout out to Larry. Uh, you know, I think everybody just wants to make sure is Larry still okay after yeah. what happened after um uh whatchamacallit after the events Brawl. of Brawl Out. So Yeah. Yeah. Is Larry okay? Is Larry still about, okay? Is Larry still okay? We need to know about yeah. Larry. Larry. Larry Brooks. Important. Larry Brooks, we're still pulling for you. Also little, I want to mention you little gremlin dog, you. I also want to mention to you, like that he gave us an AJ shout out because we all the minute he signed, that was literally... Motherfucker just I, made us want AJ, want, want even all more. of us to have AJ back. Yes. And I'm like, she's going to come back. Mm-hmm. I don't know to what extent, but she will come back. And everyone said, oh, you could do the couples matches. No, we don't need no, that. No, we don't need that. Yes or no, AJ, AJ Lee will be in the Royal Rumble. Yes. Also, somebody else will be in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, legit, I feel it'll be in the rumble. Okay. I legit, I feel she'll be there. Okay. Good. So um, it's almost it's almost time for her to be there. Uh oh. And when Michael Cole says that line, you'll know exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, trying to think. The other big thing for me. Oh, um, I just wanted to also point out. Um, I felt that. The first hour being commercial free was great. I thought the turmoil match was very good. Mm-hmm. I felt very, very, very bad for you that DIY, I feel like they're being wasted in general, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just struggling to see what's happening with them. Um, and it's just making me very sad. It, is, it make I was like, once the match was announced, I was like, DIY is not winning. No. Until I told Jess, like, DIY is not winning. She's like, yeah, the Creeds are. Um, and they did. Yeah. Yeah. And the Creeds are probably going to be the ones to beat the Judgment Day for the tag titles. I wouldn't mind that. Whenever. Yep. And the uh, the New Day, as witty <laughs> as always, there's a video on social media of them walking back to um, to backstage after they lost during the Turmoil match. And Kofi Kingston goes, man, I didn't know the creeds were that good. I just figured they were rookies. They were good. They're just getting called up. I didn't know they were that good. And um, Xavier Woods goes, yeah, 
Yeah, I love the creeds. They're my they're my sons, you know, they're my sons. <laughs> Always love a good Austin Creed shout out. I do too. I love it so much because mm-hmm. he basically on Twitter said the same thing. Yeah. And was like, man, those Creed kids are good. Yep. Must be in those jeans. Exactly. Um I do want to say though, the great great job for WWE to bookend the night. Open with Randy and close with Punk. Mm-hmm. You know that everybody was excited to see Randy back, but everybody wanted to see Punk talk and what he was going to say. So, exactly yes. what he was going to say. So you kept the eyes on it for the evening. Mm-hmm. With that being said, also, um, I f- I felt a little disappointed to the reaction that Randy got coming out. I mm-hmm. thought the crowd was a little quiet. It was Nashville. Nashville sucks yeah. as a crowd. Yeah. They're gonna get Brooklyn, he's gonna get a pop and a half. Yeah. Yep. But I will say the promo that he cut with Rhea Ripley, A plus. Okay. Mommy this, yeah. mommy that, daddy's back. Yay or nay. Rhea gets an RKO, but the only reason she gets is because she enters into the men's Royal Rumble. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. I fully see it. It's either that or it's either that or she does it to save Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot to talk about that. Um, JD McCornrose. <laughs> JD McCorn. I forgot about that. I yeah, did. JD McCornrose. Yep. I'm sorry, J.D. McDonough, but just whoever told you to do the cornrow thing, man, please don't nah, do it. Nah. Don't, don't do it. Nah, I, I understand you don't, You just don't want people just grabbing your big mop of, you know, Irish, gentle Irish, uh, gently wisped Irish hair. But um, my man, never again. Never again. Never again. That's not for you. Some hairstyles are for you. Yeah. And that yeah. being one of them. No, no, sir. Yeah, you're a little too Irish for that, but <laughs> um brother Wade, that officially does it for me for the week. I have Absolutely. said all I need to say. Same here, man. Mm-hmm. Same here. We wrapped it up. I thought we were gonna have to go a little longer, but I think we covered it the bases as best as we could perfectly. Ladies and gentlemen, this is new normal wrestling. I'm good brother Wade. He's good brother Phil. Follow us on social media at Wrestling Normal on Twitter, at New Normal Wrestling on Instagram. If you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe on all podcast streaming platforms. And if you like, you know, some other stuff to talk about, there's cool stuff on our network called the Fourth World Pop Network. We're available on all podcast streaming platforms. Good brother Phil, I think I had all the bases with the time we have left. Anything else? No, other than we love you guys. Um, have fun getting ready for holiday season and we will talk to you next week with some previews for NXT deadline. Later guys. We love you. Love you guys. If this is your first time tuning in, 
Thank you for listening to New Normal Wrestling, found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Go check out the many ways you can support the network by visiting our link tree found in the description of this episode. Give NNW a follow on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling and on Twitter at Wrestling Normal. Be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. We are New Normal Wrestling and we bid you adieu with a goodbye, a good night, and we'll see you when we're looking at you. Bang!